0: This is Moment of Hope, brought to you by the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica. I am your host, Marja Elaine Francis, welcoming you to the program. Good morning, listeners. Did you know that one in eight people around the globe live with mental health conditions? Yes. The COVID-19 pandemic caused a 25% increase in the prevalence of anxiety and depression worldwide. It's created a global crisis for mental health. And this is according to the World Health Organization. We want for persons to be aware of how important our mental health is, that we will guard our heart or mind with all diligence, because if our mind is not well, then we are not well. So we need to ensure that we're taking care of our mind. There are some persons who have mental health conditions that require medication, additional support in their day-to-day activity, their day-to-day living, and we want to for persons to be aware of what can they do. How can you support family members and friends? Today, we'll be focusing on making mental health a global priority for all. And my guest is Shari Ann Enry. She's research officer of the Jamaica Mental Health Advocacy Network. She will share with us what is mental health? How can we take care of our mental health? Shari and Henry, welcome. Thank you, Marjolaine, for having me and having Jump on your program. It's good to have you. We know Shari Ann that people of all age, race and socioeconomic background are predisposed to mental health challenges. So it's not restricted to a certain class or color of people, but just about anyone can have a mental health challenge. I'd love for you to describe for our listeners what really is mental health.
1: Good morning listeners and happy Sunday to everyone. Right? So mental health is really the emotional, psychological, and social well-being of individuals. And the truth is, it affects how we think, how we feel, and how we act. So it determines how we manage stress as well, how we dialogue with others, and how we make healthy life choices in all situations, whether professional, personal, familial, mental health is important in these circumstances.
0: It sounds like it's important in every area of our life. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> now, what, what are some of the signs and symptoms that one can look for to help determine if someone has a mental health condition?
1: Well, for some persons, they're actually genetically predisposed to mental health yes. and if someone is genetically predisposed to such condition, if you're considering, you know, having a child or children, it is you have to ask yourself the question whether you'll pass on that trait to the child. So it is important that we have a if we have a specific mental disorder, right? We go to a general practitioner. Yeah. Have, an, have an idea of the risks associated, you know, with that genetic disorder, with that mental health disorder, and try to get treatment accordingly. Other circumstances may trigger mental health issues or disorders. For example, stressful life situations. If you're having financial problems, not many persons can cope with that, right? As well as if you've been married for 20 years, 10 years, five years, even a year, and your husband come to you tomorrow and say, you know, let's go through a divorce. Not all female or male will take that lightly. So yes. it, it creates some problem to your mental health, something that you're not accustomed to, especially if you wake up every day with your partner. Right. And just to go through a divorce, there'll be no planning together, you know, we're going through life together and all of that. Another example is a chronic disease or an ongoing chronic disease. For example, if you have diabetes, if you have a cardiovascular problem, you it will take a toll on your mind. Right. Just to get up every day and take medication that alone affects person's mental health brain damage as well if you go if you've been in a car accident then it will affect you i mean that is that that happens to a lot of persons right also if you go through some grievous situations where you've been robbed armed robbery it will affect you just imagine if you are on the road walking and a thief should grab your bag or something then it's hard for you to even choose that road in the future, because you're saying That's that, you know, true. I was affected there. He will, maybe he'll come back and, you know, do me something again or send other persons to rob me. And it it just depends on how you feel about a situation and how you take it. And the toll it has on your body, the toll it has on your mind. Also, many persons, you know, we have, we're very egotistical. So if you have persons who get up every day and they judge, they criticize persons who have egos, then that will affect person's mental health because I know I'm a perfect person, for example, right? And then you get up, you get up every day, you're trying to criticize me and show me what is wrong about me. Okay, you're trying to break my ego. So many factors affect persons' mental health, whether it be genetically predisposed or social factors, you know, personal factors, just environmental factors, and how yes. persons take
0: them. There are so many factors there that can affect our mental health and, and just how we function. Shari, as you mentioned them, I'm thinking now, if if someone robs me, if, some, if I lose a loved one, if there's financial pressure and I'm going through the motion of that, how, how can someone look at me and determine if I have... A, any mental health issue they may just say oh she's just overreacting you know how how can someone look and know that there is outside of just the normal circum the circumstances that affect us what are the signs you can look to determine if the person really has a mental health condition
1: there are really some changes right that you see with persons just how they relate to each other how how they just not being their normal selves anymore, right? So, for example, if you have a very jovial person, you know, outgoing, and all of a sudden they're distancing themselves from themselves from individuals, then that is an indication that something is wrong with them. And it's more so a mental health problem, right? Persons who go through mental health issues or having mental health issues, they also experience difficulties paying attention especially for students in the classroom, employees in a workplace, they just have difficulties paying attention. And that's something that we as individuals, we need to identify amongst our friends, amongst our families, and see how best we can assist them, right? Also, persons, as I mentioned earlier about emotions, you know, persons just being happy at all times and then all of a sudden, they're now unhappy. So this... um extreme highs and lows in emotions right. you can easily pick up something is wrong with that individual also if there is just excessive anxiety worry or fear about simple situations i mean simple situations that is subjective but there is an there you can quantify what is simple to an extent and if it's a very simple situation then and a person gets up every day and there's anxiety over it, then you know something is wrong. Maybe they take it's t- they're they're making too much of something that is very simple. And I mentioned isolation earlier. Also, persons who all of a sudden they change or they eat. So, you know, this healthy person, they get up, they eat a healthy breakfast, healthy lunch, healthy dinner, but all of a sudden they're going to sweet foods, they're having sweet foods, right? They're having unhealthy meals. It's an indication that something is happening and we should not, these these signs, they should not go unnoticed at no point as caregivers, as family members, as friends, we should see how best, you know, we can identify these changes and help them to get some assistance.
0: And as you mentioned, identify the change and help persons to get, get some assistance. I'd love for you to share with those listening, if you recog- if they recognize that a family member or friend, they see the changes that you mentioned, where can they get help and support for these? Well, first
1: thing, in Jamaica, we have private and public institutions with young persons, you know, going through mental health issues or having mental health disorders. So every hospital, right, there is a there is a mental health unit attached to every public hospital in Jamaica. Also, you have the mental health clinics as well, right? You have medical centers where you can basically bring them and, you know, the, the doctor will diagnose the issue and then treat them accordingly. Right. Also, when you look at the Ministry of Health and Wellness, there is the mental health unit in the ministry, Right where the primary responsibility of this unit is to create policies and plans that address the promotion of mental health and the prevention of mental health disorders. So there are systems in place for persons to basically seek help, but I think the onus is on the person to say something is wrong with me. Or on the family to say something is wrong with my family member, something is wrong with my aunt, cousin, sister, and for them to go to these places to get help, whether that be private, public, governmental,
0: yeah, assistance is there. Thank you for that. Earlier you mentioned, you know, sometimes some different things affecting us and the emotions, there's changes, there's grief, there's pressure on us. We know in Jamaica, as you mentioned, the different institution that counseling is also available, but we tend to shy away from that because of the stigma that is associated with going to counsel. I'd love for you to just talk a bit on that and how can we break down that stigma wall so that persons can access healthcare mental health care
1: well it is a fact that persons you know having mental health issues persons see it as being correlated with being a mad person and that is just the, the blatant language persons use in jamaica yeah and other parts of the world of course so i think that as individuals we can make it our priority to break the stigma You know, whether in our homes and in our communities. But what it also requires, it requires national action. It requires national action through marketing, social marketing campaigns that will basically push the message of end the stigma now, right? Persons who are mad, persons who who are having mental health issues aren't mad people. And once we can do that, then it, over time, it will trickle down into the different communities, families, and schools. These social marketing campaigns, once we have a positive message, and the stigma now. Persons they will just log on and over time, right, once this program is designed in a way with a sustainable trajectory, then over time, you know, it will trickle down into these different spaces. But it has to be a national effort for persons to see the importance of it and for persons to buy into it and for persons to act
0: accordingly. It's important that we buy in and act accordingly. And as you said, earlier take the responsibility sometimes we are like oh we're good when we know we're not good and and we know we know shari and that when it comes to physical health persons will spend the money to go to the doctor to ensure they find out what's happening to them when they get the prescription they fill the medication however when it comes to mental health you know where you shy away from going to the counselor the psychologist mm-hmm. to check what's happening so listeners were saying to you There's no good health without good mental health. We want for you to consider taking care of your mental health and that of your loved ones and those around you. My guest today is Miss Shari Ann Henry. She's Research Officer of the Jamaica Mental Health Advocacy Network, and we have been discussing mental health, right? Shari Ann, I am grateful that you're sharing all this wealth of information with us this morning. Uh, I like the quotes um, I've seen. Going to a counselor or therapist when you're feeling sad or overwhelmed should be as normal as going to the doctor when you have a flu or any other physical condition, we know how important our mental health is. We spoke about some of the factors that contribute to mental health problems. I'd love for you to share what can individuals do when the circumstances of life become overwhelming. We saw what COVID has done to so many of us with the isolation, the pressure, and even up to now. Shari, sometimes when I think about the gas price, my it hurt me. <laughs> The toll price in my head hurt me. So talk to us. What can we do? Indeed, indeed. But you know, Marjolaine, when we're going
1: through when life becomes overwhelming and, you know, we just don't know what to do. There are many things that we just need to change, you know, about what we do. Right. So one most one important factor is managing your time properly. And Uh. in doing so, you can create more rest time, more leisure time, and family time. Because the truth is this, when life becomes overwhelming, persons say, oh, I don't have any time for the kids. I don't have any time for my partner. I don't have any time for my family. So if you manage the time, you know, you make money, yes, but make time for leisure, make time for family, and make time to just rest well. That will improve your life situation. Also change your relationship with yourself. A lot of us we get up every day and we say some things like me can't bother with myself, you know. No, that's not speaking good to yourself. You must always say positive positive things to yourself and not use any language that will drain your energy. So I can't bother with myself. That 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 we don't tolerate that when we talk about mental health. And if there's a task that is bothering you, sometimes you know, we as Jamaicans and I can always speak. know about jamaicans because i'm a jamaican and we're all jamaicans right we tend to do things on our own and want to do things on our own and do everything on our own so the fact that you know it may be too much we want to do, do it on our own because it appears it's a sign it's an indication of being independent it doesn't mean that it is good for your mental health and it can be overwhelming guys so yeah. seek help you may have a family member who is willing to help you a friend who may who is willing to help you even your partner just explain what is happening. You never know, right? Just removing 1% or 2% of the workload of what you have to do will help the situation. Also write it out. If you're going through something, just write it out. The more you write it out, then it becomes a target, a target in terms of something that you want to get rid of. It's a stressful situation that I want to erase from my life. So when you write about it, you talk about it, then, you will work towards removing it right so it is imperative that if you have a stressful situation or overwhelming or when life becomes overwhelming rather you create feasible weekly goals objectives and activities that will allow you to accomplish your desired outcomes because many of us we set some we set some timelines to achieve personal goals and we, when you look at it it's too much we can't make it so don't set some feasible ones don't yes. set what society set for you, but set your personal goals and activities in order to achieve your desired outcomes whether personal, familial, or just professional.
0: Set your own goals, your own pace, not what society says you should have. I like, Shari, that you, you mentioned that we should speak positive over ourselves. As we're listening, we know how it is. Sometimes parents can speak some negative words over children and just like adults mental health is affected so are children i'd like for you to speak to the parents this morning about the importance of guarding their children's mental health
1: that is (laughs) it has been observed or i've been observing over the years that you know persons parents right they say simple things or in their minds, it's simple language that they're using to their kids, but they don't know the impact it has on the children, yeah. right? So if you tell a child you're black and ugly like your father, right, or your nose big like your papa, that kind of language, or you're not as smart as your sister, so you're comparing them to mm. their sister who may be better academically, or you're comparing them to their dad in a negative way. So it makes them feel as if I am of no worth. So it is important that you speak positive things to your children. Use positive language to your children. Because remember, sometimes it's not many children, they don't know the importance of talking about how they feel about certain things. So you say something to them and they... They, it, it it's a built up of all of what you've said and some of them may end up committing suicide unfortunately so we have to, unfortunately right so we have to be very mindful of the things we say to our children or we make them feel do not compare your kids with other kids because remember god brought us on planet earth and all of us have a purpose so if you have a child who is doing well academically it doesn't mean that your your other child should be doing well academically what if that child has a skill how about looking at that skill and see how best you how best you can develop it so that that child can be happy about having that skill yeah right because not everyone will be academically inclined some persons are skills driven and we should treat the situation accordingly
0: we should treat the situation according to support our children. Yes, don't do the comparison game because they don't know sometimes how to deal with that. And unfortunately, we have seen the news in recent times of children... Committing suicide, ending their life, and we don't want that to be happening happening. So please support your children, speak positive words over them, pray for them, encourage them as much as you can, and also teach them how to express themselves. Shari, and we know oftentimes we ask the children, how are you doing? My good me, okay something devastating happened to them and all they're saying is I'm okay because they're not able to express fully their emotions and so it's important that part of safeguarding our children's mental health is we teach them how to do so. Shara, there's just so much more that we could talk about today. But of course, we know the stigma that is attached to mental health there in Jamaica. And if we're not mentally well, then it affects every area of our life. As we close today, I'd love for you to share some practical things that individuals can do to help them cope with mental health condition, not just general mental health, but those who have the mental health conditions that we can name. The doctor has diagnosed them. How can they cope?
1: So first, after a diagnosis, it is important that that you educate yourself about the situation and be more aware of the implications of it, right? Also, it's one thing to have diagnosis, but it's another thing to get the diagnosis, but it's another thing to focus too much on it and believe that your life is ending. No. You must do things that ease your mind and do things that make you more happy. Yes, you have a mental health condition, but thinking about it too much, right, it will only get you down. So just do things that make you happy. Make your life, treat your life as if it's normal, you know, withstanding the fact that you are getting treatment for your situation. And be wise and seek professional help. You may go to a doctor, and the doctor tell you this, and you may not like what the doctor tell you. But that doesn't mean that you, you are, you're you you should not go to another doctor to see if the situation is even more serious than what the previous doctor. What if the situation is escalating and you don't know? So continue to visit your doctor on a monthly basis and see what is really happening inside. Speak with the loved ones frequently. Yes, you're going through this, but your loved ones they can. They can just console your minds and make you feel happy. And usually when persons are going through a sickness, it's important that you know they get closer to family and friends because they know you better and they know how to treat you. Also, it's important that you eat healthy brain foods, right? The sodas and the fast food. It's not going anywhere, guys. No. your fruits, your vegetables, these are all important foods that you should feed your body and mind with and develop a relationship with nature for sure because it heals the mind and the soul and for those who believe in God get closer to him in praise and worship
0: well said get closer to god in praise and worship the one who created our minds who created our bodies and know just what we need for life and for godliness shari and thank you so much for sharing today as we go can you just remind us when is mental health day which day
1: World Mental Health Day is the 10th of October this year and it's actually a month. So the celebration is on the day and for the entire month of October. And you can follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook at Jamaica Mental Health Advocacy Network.
0: Thank you so much. And you may
1: also email us, right? If you need some support at jamhan2012 at gmail.com
0: there you have it follow jaman for all the mental health information and wealth of information that they have that can help you and support is available if you have a mental health condition or if you're just temporarily experiencing some challenges help is available as sharian said earlier do not do it alone get the support that you need let us pray Father God, I thank you this morning for this program. I thank you for the information that was shared through Shari Ann about mental health and how it is that we can safeguard our mental health, how it is that we can get support that is so available to us. And Lord God, I pray that even through this program, as we listen, Lord, that the stigma that is associated with mental health condition that it will begin to just dissipate be broken down as we become more knowledgeable and informed about what to do and that it's part of life and we can get through it i give you thanks this morning for your presence and your love for your people who are listening i pray that you'll guard guide and protect our minds in jesus name amen amen May I remind you, the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica brings Moments of Hope to you every Sunday at 7.30 a.m. Thanks to my guests, Shari and Enri. Thanks to you, our listeners. If you need prayer counseling or further support, Or information, call the Missionary Church Association office at 924-1378 or WhatsApp 791-0527. Also, link us on Facebook at Moments of Hope M C A J with your comments. I am Marja Elaine Francis. Regardless of what you encounter in life, there is hope. And there is power in prayer. Hebrews 11 verse 6 reminds us that God rewards those who earnestly seek him. I invite you to pray by yourself or join with a family member or a friend. And let us pray being mindful that God answers prayers. Tune in again next week for another moment of hope.